0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is James Bell coming to you live again tonight with yet another episode of Diving into the Heart of God. I thank you that you have taken these few moments out of your your schedule tonight, or or whenever it is that you may be viewing, or whenever it is that you may be listening to this to this uh, uh, this podcast, this episode. But I thank you that you have joined in here with me tonight because tonight we're going to end this series that we have been preaching on that we have been teaching on for the past uh for the for the past few episodes and and i really don't want to put a timetable on it uh maybe i started it in uh at some time in november and i know it's been several weeks since i have came back to you and and brought forth an episode and uh but just (laughs) the truth is is i've just been doing some studying and uh and you know when it's the holidays and we're trying to get through the holidays and spending time with with family spending time with loved ones Uh, and not to mention you know i had to preach last sunday uh uh, at, at a church down in lumberton but uh you know I'm not going to say that that's not important, but here's, here's the, uh, the consensus of what we're saying is that we're here tonight and we're going to come and close the chapter on, on this very series tonight on the end time deception. So I pray that your ears would stay inclined to, to hear not me, but to hear what Holy Spirit has to say to each and every one of us and which us as being the church. Hallelujah. So I don't want to take up too much of your time because as well as I'm trying to bring a close to this message as well or this series, I have one more that that I want to get preached and it's going to be the one that that I preached on Sunday. And again, ladies and gentlemen, stay tuned because that is a a power-packed word and it's more of a teaching than it is a preaching, but nonetheless, it is a word that can bring forth change in your life as that is our desire to always to to introduce change and, and how can how can change uh, bring us closer to god so without further delay we're just going to move right on into prayer tonight and then we're going to come back and maybe we'll just recap a little bit on our our last episode and then we'll just dive right on into what it is that holy spirit has been ministering to me so ladies and gentlemen, if our, our hearts are in unity on this, we're going to pray the same prayer that, that we always pray. And we're going to get lost in honor in our Father. <laughs> so ladies and gentlemen, let us pray. Our dear glorious and heavenly Father, Lord, we just thank you, Lord. As I always say, Lord, that you've given us a privilege, Lord. You've given us another opportunity, Lord, to call upon your name. The name above all names. Hallelujah, Lord! As I just already begin to feel Your presence, is filling this temple, Lord, here right now. You see, because Lord, when when honor is being brought to You, Father, Lord, You desire to be in the midst, ladies and gentlemen. Let God do what it is that he desires to do in you. So, Lord, we thank you, Lord, that we have been allowed, Lord, to feel your presence once more. Father, Lord, and as we come forth, Lord, here tonight, Lord, we do not come, Lord, with words that are our, that are our own. We don't come with words, Lord, that are enticing. We don't come with words and where I'm trying to influence someone. Because that's what Holy Spirit does. Is the Holy Spirit, you are the one that brings the conviction. So Lord, as we gather in your name, Father, as we touch and agree in reference to your word, Lord, you said that you would be in the midst So, Father, the floor is yours. Do that in which that you have always desired to do from day one in our life. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit, speak to us the very words that our heavenly Father desires for us to hear. The very word that will transform us from the way that we think from the way that we talk, from the way that we walk. Holy Spirit, open our eyes to see, to see the fullness of God's love, to see the fullness of his word. Hallelujah. Lord, I thank you, Father. Lord, may you be glorified. May you be honored, Father Lord, through our gathering here tonight. That, Father Lord, it is so, it's so much more, Lord, than, than just us coming together and, and bringing forth a word. You see, but yet, Lord, that this is an opportunity, Father Lord, that we have to glorify your name. This is yet an opportunity, Father Lord, that we seize the moment. This is the opportunity, Father Lord where we allow you to minister to us. That we allow our lives to be changed, Father. That we have pushed away all of the distractions that are going on around us. And we are fully leaning into you, Lord, here tonight. Lord, for you to do the very things, Lord, that you desire to do. Because, Lord, without you, Lord, none of this would be possible. Not me, not the person sitting on the other end of this TV, not the person sitting on the other end of this speaker. But Lord, it's all possible because because you gave us your son. You gave us Jesus Christ to be the ultimate sacrifice, to be the remission of our sins, to free us from sin to free us from the penalty of sin, to free us from the bondage of sin. You see so many people have taken the opportunity to, to be freed from the penalty, but they've not taken the opportunity, they've not dived into God's heart to take on the privilege of being freed from the bondage of sin. But ladies and gentlemen, as long as breath is in your body, you still have the opportunity You are free, and whom the Son has set free is free indeed. Hallelujah, Lord, we thank you. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for your anointing here tonight. Lord, we thank you for the word that will come forward. Lord, that it will be a word that has been revealed by Holy Spirit. And it will be a word that will bring forth transformation in our life. So, Lord, we glorify you in all that we do. We glorify you, Lord, in all that we say, Lord, here tonight. Not just tonight, but, Lord, our last episode, the the, the previous one before that, the, the one at the very beginning, the one that is to come, the one that will be the ending. And, Lord, we will continue to speak your word, Lord, until you call us home. Hallelujah. Lord, it's such a glorious day that that will be for so many and for so many it will not be a glorious day but ladies and gentlemen you don't have to be the one you don't have to be the one that is in the scenario of of that it won't be a glorious day for you you see because Jesus Christ he came to free us from the penalty of sin and my question to you today has you have you taken the opportunity have you bowed a knee before God? Confess Jesus Christ as Lord and took up your cross and follow after him. Ladies and gentlemen, if you have not, if you have not done that, right now is your opportunity. You see because if, if the if the Holy Spirit's knocking on your door, if he's knocking on your heart, And you feel the conviction of what he is speaking to you right now. Because it's like, it's like, Pastor, I I can really feel what you're saying here tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, will you be the one? Will there be two of you? Will there be three of you? You see, this is the most important decision that you'll ever make in your life. And I can't give you the fullness of of why we have went this route tonight. But I do know that God is calling you. I know that he is knocking at your heart's door. And he wants to come in. And he wants to have supper with you. He wants to break bread with you. And he wants to show you his love. He wants to display his love for you. And ladies and gentlemen, the very thing that draws us to God is His love. And as we as we progress into God, we find out that it is the fear of the Lord that keeps us drawn to Him. So ladies and gentlemen, we'll move right on in tonight. If you were the one, if you were the two, maybe leave me a comment. May, maybe shoot me an email. And it's not important that I need to know but I would love to pray for you. So I thank you already for your heart that you have already displayed towards God. But ladies and gentlemen, as as we just move right on into tonight's message, excuse me while I get a little bit of water here. Hallelujah, Lord, we thank you, Father. As we just move right on into tonight's message we want to bring a close to this series, but I don't want to close it all the way until I begin to to recap on what we had spoke about in our previous episode. And in our previous episode, we had the subtitle of a counterfeit Jesus, and this that this would be the last deception that Jesus had spoke about in Matthew chapter twenty four, and I believe it is verse twenty four as well. But he said that that false prophets would rise up, and a false prophet is one that teaches false doctrine. And the very thing that of a false doctrine that is being taught that's being taught for way too long, ladies and gentlemen, is that the churches and the preachers and the ministers are teaching a feel-good message. They're teaching a a watered-down gospel that has produced a watered-down Christian. And the very message that they say is, is if you'll just do the ABCs, if if you will accept, if you will believe, and if you will confess Jesus Christ. But they have neglected to, to continue in. Is that we must take up our cross and follow Him? That we must live a repentful life. Now, do we ever make mistakes or or do we sin? But, ladies and gentlemen, the question that we have here is the, is is the very word that I want to say here is uh, and, and 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 don't quote me on this one, uh, scholars out there. But the word, the Greek word for repentance is metania or metaniae. And the very meaning is to, to have a change of heart that is manifested by the way that we live, the way that we walk, the way that we talk. You see, and if, and if, and if our repentance has not reflected this, then have we truly repented? Because that's exactly what the word metaniah uh, means, is to have a change of heart because it's manifested. It becomes an action. It's something that took place. It didn't just become words. Ladies and gentlemen, all, we live in a repentful life. And the church has stepped away from preaching repentance for way too long. But I preached the same gospel that Paul preached. I preached the same gospel that Jesus Christ had preached. To repent. To repent of your sins. Turn from your wicked ways and turn towards God. God. So ladies and gentlemen, that was that was the best recap that the, in my time frame that I had to be able to give you what episode uh, two was about in this series. And if you get the chance, if you get the opportunity, go back and listen to it again and, and hear not what the minister has to say, but hear what Holy Spirit had to say through me because there was nothing special that I had said. Other than just me being obedient to what the Holy Spirit has laid upon my heart. So, ladies and gentlemen, I know I've already burned up about 15 minutes of our time. I I know I'm so notorious for burning up so much time, but I thank you for those that are faithful, those that continue in with me through each and every episode. And tonight we're going to dive into the, the, the closing part of this series. And tonight, It still has the title of End Time Deception. But the subtitle that I have for it is called The Standard of Good or The Standard of God. And some of you may know and some of you may not know where we're going with this. But by the time we finish up here tonight, you'll have a clear picture of exactly what Holy Spirit wants to speak to us. And tonight, I, I want to read my scripture. And then I kind of want to, to just follow in with, with what Holy Spirit's been speaking and ministered to me. So if we could, I'm going to look this way so I can uh, read off of this screen. So in Matthew chapter 19, Matthew chapter 19, beginning with verse 16, it reads like this, ladies and gentlemen. It said, someone came to Jesus with this question. Teacher, what good deed must I do to have eternal life? That was a great question that this young man had to ask. You see, because if he asked his question, you see, he was very intrigued that he wanted to make sure. He wanted to make sure that he could make it. Hallelujah. And verse 17 follows this way. And Jesus responded, he said, why ask me about what is good? There's only one who is good. But to answer your question, if you want to receive eternal life, he said, keep the commandments. Which ones, the man asked, And Jesus replied you must not murder, you must not commit adultery, you must not steal, you must not testify falsely, honor your father and your mother, love your neighbor as yourself. Verse 20, I've obeyed all these commandments the young man replied, what else must I do? well jesus told him if you want to be perfect go and sell all your possessions and give the money to the poor and you will have treasures in heaven then come and follow me but when the young man heard this he went away very sad for he had many possessions then jesus said to his disciples i tell you the truth It is very hard for a rich person to enter in the kingdom of heaven. I'll say it again. It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. The disciples were astounded. Then who in the world can be saved, they asked. And ladies and gentlemen, after reading this passage over and over and over and over again, not that I came to the conclusion but the very word that Jesus Christ had to speak to this young man end up becoming a word that the young man didn't want to hear you see because Jesus presented him with the truth you see the young man he, he asked Jesus a question and this is the very question that, that so many of us have asked ourselves is, is what must I do to be saved? What must I do to make it into heaven? And if you begin to roll through the statistics that, that there's so many things on the internet, man, the World Wide Web and, and, and certain churches believe that you must be this and you must be that. But the overall standard that, that so many people will say is that You have to be a good person. You see, but what the world has failed to teach here. Hallelujah. It looks like I'm having a little bit of technical difficulties. But what the world has failed to, to teach people is that this is a standard that has been created by man. You see, there, there is a, there is a moral, moral, ethical principle of being good. You see, but the rich young ruler, he asked Jesus, he said, What good deed must I do? And Jesus had spoke. Hallelujah. Lord, just bless this audio right now in the name of Jesus Christ. I come against any satanic movement that may be trying to stop the airways of what Jesus Christ himself is desiring to do here. Hallelujah, Lord, we glorify you in this. We thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for bearing with me on this. I'm not sure why it's all happening here, but I know the audio is still good. You see, but the world has taught a standard of good, ladies and gentlemen. They, they've taught a standard of of something that's morally right. They have taught something that is ethically right. You see, but Jesus was never asking us to make a decision of something that was moral or ethical, but he was telling us to to reach the standard of something that God has set before us, ladies and gentlemen. And as we can see in this very scripture here tonight, That Jesus just simply told him that he must keep the commandments. You see, and, and as you may have followed me, those that are viewing by by uh, via YouTube or or whatever you may be you may be watching from. You see, but I begin to count the 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 commandments as as we begin to read them. You see, and. And what I counted, ladies and gentlemen, was I counted six commandments that Jesus Christ had mentioned to this young man. You see, and all of these were commandments that he had kept from his youth up. You see, but the reality here is Jesus told him that he lacked one more thing. And the one more thing that he lacked, ladies and gentlemen, you're really going to love this. You see, because commandments, commandments five through ten. They deal with our relationship with one another. They deal with our relationship with men and how we are to live honorably with them and how we are to respect them in in, in all aspects of life. You see, but here's what Jesus said. He said, if you want to be perfect, so ladies and gentlemen, I'm gonna bring something here to you that the world's not teaching the church and that the church is not even teaching the saints. Again, just like I said last week, not every church, not every minister, not every, not every pastor, is in this boat. But here's what I'm saying: the consensus is that so many people believe that if I could be a good person, if if I do good, if I do right by my fellow man, I'll make it to heaven. You see, but ladies and gentlemen, that this is a lie. This is a lie from Satan and that so many people have believed, they have feasted on it, they have passed it down from one person to the next until it just become a standard of good. You see, but ladies and gentlemen, I I really want to get to this point because is it the standard of good or has it become the standard of God? And the standard of God is the very standard that, that we are to be measured by. Hallelujah. And in verse 22, Jesus asked the young man, I'm sorry, verse 20, 21, he said, if you want to be perfect, he said, go and sell all your possessions and give the money to the poor and you will have treasures in heaven. Then come and follow me. You see in the young man, he walked away sorrowfully because he had he had great possessions. But see, the thing that we have here, ladies and gentlemen, was Jesus put this one. The one thing that he lacked, he put it all in one shell. As that, and as that was that was that he lacked a relationship with our Heavenly Father. You see, in the first four commandments, it has to do with our relationship with God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. So ladies and gentlemen, as as we ponder on that for for just a moment, and we really think about that all of these commandments, most of us have kept from our youth up. Some of us have kept them all today. You see, but the reality is that have, have we neglected our relationship with God? Have we compromised it? Have we compromised the standard of God's Word? Have we compromised the standard of eternal life, ladies and gentlemen? Hallelujah, Lord, we thank you, Father. Ladies and gentlemen, I urge you tonight, i urge you not not to believe the lie that i can be a good person and everything will be all right you see because it's so much more beyond just being good you see because if you don't believe me believe what the scripture just wrote here was this my interpretation by no means because if you read it this is exactly what it says ladies and gentlemen What good deed must I do to inherit eternal life? Ladies and gentlemen, only you know, only you know your relationship with God. And that's only a decision that you can make from here out. it's time for us to wake up and just as Paul said that we should be aware of the tactics of Satan by now we should already know that he he always attacks in the same manner you see and that's why it's so important ladies and gentlemen that's why it's so important to be in our word that it should be a part of our daily lives that it should be everything to us and some of you may think that I'm radical some of you may think that I'm crazy some of you may even think that I'm ridiculous but ladies and gentlemen I'm going to tell you right now because I strive to live in such a way that I fear God in all that I do when I stand before God I'm going to hear him say, "Well done, my good and faithful servant." Not based off of the good deeds that I've done. You see but it becomes to the reality is that it was a commandment, and a commandment is something that that we obey. Ladies and gentlemen, are, are we are we obeying what God is speaking to us? As he is constantly knocking at our heart's door, as he's constantly trying to urge us to to do more to dive into him you see I I can't sit here and make you do it I, I I can encourage you to make you want to do it but I can't make you do it and Jesus Christ will do the same thing as he will encourage you Holy Spirit will encourage you to do so but he's a perfect gentleman and he'll never make you do anything that's contrary to your will. So ladies and gentlemen, in closing here tonight, I, I know that I have been a lot shorter than typical, but ladies and gentlemen, what more do you speak other than what you have heard your heavenly father speak? There's nothing more that you can say. There's nothing more than what needs to be done other than what he has already ministered here tonight so ladies and gentlemen i urge you i urge you i challenge you to dive into god's heart seek him wholeheartedly while he still may be found because ladies and gentlemen there's coming a day there's coming a time there's coming an hour when it's going to be too late to seek god So seek Him. Seek Him while He may be found, ladies and gentlemen. We'll close with prayer. Dear Lord, maybe maybe there's someone out there, Lord, right now, Lord, that's listening. And maybe, Lord, the confusion of of knowing the difference between good and knowing the, the difference of what is God but Lord, if we could break it down this way, Lord, to, to those individuals or to that person or to those persons. Ladies and gentlemen, there's nothing good for you outside of God. You see, God always has our best interests at heart, and He would never do anything to harm us. He loves us more than we could ever fathom. More than we could ever begin to to think about. But Lord, for those individuals, Lord, here tonight. Lord, and and Lord, I include myself, Lord, in these individuals. Lord, help me, Lord, to do the standard of God and not the standard of good. Because, Lord, good, it's not going to be right before you when I stand before you. Lord, I want to do your standard. So, Lord, that every measurement, Lord, that I take in this life, in this ministry, Father, Lord, Lord, that it would measure up to what your word has established. Ladies and gentlemen, just as we did in the beginning, if you don't know the Lord as your lord if you don't know him as your master as your savior you still have that opportunity maybe you're one of the ones that have made that decision here tonight if you choose not to let me know that's fine but let someone know let someone know so that they can be in prayer for you find you someone that can hold you accountable but someone that will also love you with the word of God. Lord, I pray, Lord, that you would bless our our separating here tonight. Lord, as we part ways through the airwaves. But, Lord, I pray, Lord, that you would be with us in everything that we do. Lord, and that everything that we do would glorify you. Holy Spirit, you said that you would bring all things to our remembrance Holy Spirit, I'm asking you to bring these things to our remembrance. To our remembrance. Hallelujah. We ask this in the name of Jesus Christ. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being here with me tonight. I'm sorry for any technical difficulties that we may have had. And and we'll definitely try to iron our way through those. And some of them are no fault of my own but I will say this God is in control and I thank you that you have bared with me through these things uh, so if for some reason if you watch the video and my face just begin to, to freeze in a a, a funny face uh, please pray for me <laughs> ladies and gentlemen I love you and as, as always God bless you I love you and good night